0: No, here's the man that needs no introduction. Hey,
1: everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Jim here. I've always wanted to do this. Hey, everybody, it's uh, Jim here. What's your connection to Parkinson's disease? Hey, everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Ah, sorry, that's my foot. I'll do better next time. Hey everybody, it's uh, Jim here. Welcome back to the Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversation with Jim here. Very excited about today's podcast. But before we begin, just want to remind you, the podcast is brought to you in part by PDT. The power of tea applied to Parkinson's. Check it out at pdt.com. Today's guest, we met uh, last year in New Brunswick while we were cycling across the country. and knew nothing about him but knew as soon as I got his first email and we started joking about what tricks we were going to play on Mike and Steve, knew that I was going to like him a lot. And uh, as a out, I, I really do. From Riverview, New Brunswick, I'd like to uh, welcome Greg Hicks. Greg, thanks for being here, man.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: No problem. Okay, let's let's jump right into this. Greg, yes. uh, tell, us, uh, tell us about your connection to Parkinson's disease.
0: In 2018, my office job got moved overseas. It just happened. We had a family friend that didn't that just lived up the street from me, not far away, and he just came down with Parkinson's, and they were looking for someone to be his caretaker. It was more of a companionship thing at that moment. I I would take him out, walking to the mall and taking to various activities and appointments. When I first started with Ralph, was still you know f- still walking on his own, still doing, you know he could do quite a bit, but gradually. Over the next couple of years, I sadly got to see some of the bad side of Parkinson's as he started to slow down because he also had lewd body dementia. I got to learn an awful lot quick because, like I said, originally when I started, it was really mainly a companionship idea. But his wife helped train me and basically I was almost was into nursing towards the end of it because as his condition deteriorated, he obviously needed more and more personal help. I learned from the ground up because when I went in, you know, I really didn't know much about Parkinson's. You know, I knew Michael J. Fox. I was a big fan of his family tie He had grown up, so I always kind of just naturally assumed Parkinson's was pretty much all just about shaking. But I, I learned since then there's a, there's a lot more to it. Everybody has their own battle. What was one of the things that surprised you when you were working with Ralph? To me was the learning all about the freezing. I remember the first time, you know, I was out with Ralph walking along fairly, you know, normally, and all of a sudden he couldn't move. I actually asked him one day, you know, explain it as much as he could, because to me, it's you know, it's, it's natural. You just, you walk, you don't really think about it. You don't think about why your right foot moves and your left foot moves. It just, if you don't have Parkinson's, it does. Yeah, and so suddenly to see the this concept that and like you could see that he was trying to move it and it wasn't like he wanted this to happen and it was just it was it was really surprising and really back to two thousand and twenty when COVID entered the world and as we all know that changed things for many people because I could no longer take him to a lot of the places where he used to go for exercise like he, the mall was basically shopping only he was at that time he had started into a Rock City boxing program that was clothed with COVID. And so basically, there was really very few spots we could go. So Ralph decided that he wanted to start walking laps in his driveway. If I remember right, the first day he went out with his wife, he did, we'll say, seven laps or so up and down the driveway. Anyway, he wanted to get up to 30 laps. It was to be around 100 days. he Within about a week, he was already up to his 30 laps his wife came to me and asked you know is there anything you think that we could do i started looking online and kind of that's at the time when i discovered superwalk to be honest we i had never heard of superwalk at that point during that time we actually met superwalk team and they were they they out of a gym in ottawa called boxing for health so we became really kind of close with them they really admired ralph's story the The captain of their team, Joey, really took to Ralph. We made a kind of a nice connection with them. First, I was just going to do my own event. But then we decided, after talking to someone at Parkinson's Canada, we actually decided to add it in as part of the superwalk. That year is kind of, say, we're all doing virtual Super Walks all across the country. That became our kind of big connection to the Parkinson's community at that point was when we suddenly started this little walk that ended up actually raising with over thirty thousand dollars before it was done. Ralph walked his hundred days. He got featured on national news network. He became the Superwalk National Hero. It brought quite a bit of Parkinson press anyway to Little Riverview, New Brunswick.
1: From day one, did you ever anticipate
0: that you and Ralph would get to day three hundred? No. I suppose when he said he was gonna get to his hundred days and do his 30 laps that didn't necessarily surprise me but the fact that he kept going well beyond and it wasn't always pretty getting him up there there was days that poor ralph could only do maybe one or two laps of that driveway but he still went out there and did it it was a challenge i'm sure for him I, i i can't even imagine i can't even imagine honestly what he had to really go through to do what he did because It was a struggle sometimes for me and and his wife to get him out there. But again, that was only minor still compared to the struggle I'm sure he was enduring to actually have to get out there. But for him, it was important. It's an amazing story. His wife actually asked him what the thing that he was most thankful for. His answer was Parkinson's, which threw her kind of for a loop for a second. But he then went on to explain that Without Parkinson's, he wouldn't have been able to have made that difference and reached out and got that many people. He was an inspiration, and if he's the, really the reason why that I still do this today, even though now that he has passed on, you know, that losing Ralph was a a hard time. But
1: and that was one of my questions. Like, so unfortunately, like Ralph passed, uh, and then you started working with an, another guy with Parkinson's, Jim, yeah, exactly. and. What kind of difference do you think you make?
0: I yeah. do hope that, you know, I am making some difference. Make, you know, somebody feel as normal as possible for as long as possible.
1: How is your definition broadened by
0: working with Ralph and, and Jim? A, a patience was in me, first of all, to be able to work with Parkinson, especially as it progressed with Ralph, it became more difficult you know, there was more involved in the actual caretaking. First of all, and again, you know, value everybody. You don't know what anybody's, whether it's Parkinson's, whether it's cancer, we don't know what others are going through. So you really just have to value people for who they are and try to respect them. You know, that's, and I've learned that the Parkinson's community is a very tight knit and, you know, for the most part are very supportive of one another. You know, like I, I talked earlier about just how we connect even with the Ottawa group from Ralph and just how I've become friends with them even now, even after Ralph has passed on. And actually I am, te- even this year, I'm kind of, I, I still advise a little bit, even though I'm running the walk down here, I'm still kind of on their committee too, even though they've kind of pretty much given me... <laughs> <laughs> this year off.
1: That looks very nice of them. Right. Yes, it was.
0: <laughs> and boxing for Health is a program, which actually we now have one in Riverview, which I had absolutely nothing to do with bringing here. It just happened somebody else, that one of the gym owners here, had an interest. Her, her father-in-law has Parkinson's. So she was looking for a program to bring here for exercise. And ironically, she reached out to this gym in Ottawa. Hold on, I'm Jim. confused. We've got Jim, the host from Ottawa. We've got the gym in Ottawa that hosts the Boxing for Health. We've got Jim, Greg's new client. We've got the gym in Riverview that does Boxing for Health. Okay, I've got the gym straight. Please do continue. I'm sorry for the interruption. The Ottawa Boxing for Health team actually asked me to join kind of as an honorary member. It actually, Ralph was made an honorary member. And then in 2022, we started in the same thing, by the about A few months into it, one of the people on the team in Ottawa mentioned that they thought that maybe I should be kind of neat if I did a kind of a a team down here in memory of Ralph. That's what we ended up doing, raising a few thousand dollars and meeting up with the team in Bactus, New Brunswick, which is about 45 minutes away. And they were having a walk out on this lovely little dunes over a beach it kind of just worked out well it was a perfect sunny day so we ended up going out doing last year's super walk with them
1: you reached out to us last year and said hey you know what can you swing by uh and of course the answer was yes and to be honest with you um i in the back of my head i knew about ralph richardson but like didn't it wasn't flicking in um until like the day before we got there and then i realized You know, uh, who Ralph Richardson was and what he was doing and then what
0: we were going to do. And here's the ever-popular segment, Jim's Spinning Wheels Tour Flashback.
1: So we we rode into Riverview, right? And you had it all set up and we were at Ralph's house and we got to, uh, the mayor was there and Ralph's family was there. And some people from the the Bucktoosh Superwalk team were there and uh and we did a couple of laps of that driveway that ralph used to do and i'm telling you that was that was such a highlight of the tour uh it really was it's something that i'll never forget
0: now we're rolling around to 2023 and now that we have this gym in Riverview, I went and talked to some of the boxers there as well i'm working with jim he goes to the boxing program so I mentioned it to some of the boxers, and they seemed interested. And we formed our own little Superwalk team here in Riverview for this year. And we're going to actually be walking on September 9th, right down by the river. The Superwalk team that you have organized,
1: right? It's a, it's a every year Parkinson Canada Superwalk happens. If someone out there uh, wants to donate to the, the, what, the, the river, Riverview team, how, uh, how do they do that?
0: If you go to the um, SuperWalk website, yep. your best bet would probably to be to search for the Boxing for Health SuperWalk Team Riverview. Hey, everybody. Wow. I would like to thank
1: Greg Hicks from uh, Riverview, New Brunswick, for coming on the Spinning Wheels Parkinson's Conversation with Jim here podcast. All right, Greg is like a rock in his community. Uh, like doesn't have Parkinson's just started off by working with someone with Parkinson's right and has expanded his knowledge and has expanded involvement in the community for Parkinson's and and wow we need we need a lot more people like right so I'd like to say thank you very much to Greg for coming on the podcast for sharing his Parkinson's story good luck working with Jim good luck on the superwalk we really hope it's successful hey if you could just Share this episode or this podcast with one other person. We would sincerely appreciate that. Just one person. Say, hey, uh, check this out. Until next time, keep spinning, everybody. Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is brought to you in part by PDT, the healing power of tea applied to Parkinson's. Learn more at PDT.com.
0: Spinning Wheels, Parkinson's Conversations with Jim here is a podcast produced by Jim Redman and Mike Lager This podcast is not intended to replace the assistance of your personal medical professionals and should not be relied upon for medical advice. For more information, go to spinningwheelstour.ca.